Hey friends, it's Mark James. This is a different experience today. Right now, as I record this podcast on Wednesday night at, um, let me check the time, 6.27, I am lying on the bed in my bedroom, completely starkers. <laughs> There's an image for you. Naked, because I walked... Um, I had a good walk today, but I didn't walk until about 11. It's very, very foggy. So I walked at about 11 and I walked to town and back and did the usual thing. We had some amazing uh, food yesterday. Sarah made these flatbreads. Now, we'd had flatbreads the other week with koftas in, lamb koftas from the butcher's kind of place. And they were ready cooked though, they were, but they were amazing. I wanted to have those again yesterday, but they didn't have any koftas, but they did have these pre-cooked extra tasty chicken breasts, you know, that were attached to some of the leg and had the skin on and all that. You know the score. Some of them. So I got two of them instead and brought them home. But I still got all the stuff for the pitters. I got uh, Greek pitter breads. Actually, they weren't pitter breads. They were flatbreads, Greek flatbreads, tzatziki, uh, pickled red onion, you know, the, the usual accoutrement. And Sarah made these uh, basically home gyros with... Uh, am I still, am I saying that right yet? Giros. Um, we got those with chips in because you've got to put the chips in and the fries have got to go in it. And they were amazing. They were so good. I wanted that again. So I got the stuff for that in town and brought it home, but I haven't eaten it yet because I've got a lecture tonight. I'm lecturing for the Scottish Conjurers Association. Shout out to my friend Mandy, who I think is going to be there. And it's her mum who organized it. So thanks for that. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to lecturing. I'll go live in about 45 minutes. I'll be in there. So I was kind of kicking around the house. I got home from the walk. I had a long Zoom chat with a magician called Ben Hart, who magicians might know. And uh, we chatted about some different stuff, uh, different tricks. And then my friend Taylor called me, Taylor Hughes, another magician, and we had a long chat. And then I came in the house and Sarah was making some stuff, some uh, creative-y stuff in the house, which I'll talk about in the future at some point, because it's kind of secret at the moment what's happening. And... Then I sat on the couch for 10 minutes and it was a bit cold and I thought, oh, I just don't really know what to do with this time now because I can't have a shower. I can't relax without a shower, but I also can't get a shower and then get another one half an hour later for the lecture. And I sort of need showering to be the last thing I do before I go out there into the lecture. So I was a bit in no man's land, really. So I, um, I've come upstairs and I've laid on the bed in the pitch black dark. Joshua was in his room playing Fortnite with some friends and I can tell that because every time he addresses anyone, he always says their name first. <laughs> I need to tell him to stop because it's starting to bug me. It's just not a normal way to converse. We'll be in the middle of a chat and he'll go, Daddy. And I'll go, yeah. And then he'll say the next sentence. And I'm like, you could have just said that. You don't need to say Daddy all the time. And then he'll do it the same with Sarah. He'll mummy, mummy, mummy all the time. And then he's playing now and he's, he's got a friend called Josh and he'll go, Josh. And then he'll say what he wants to say. He's got another friend called Freddie. Freddie, Freddie, Josh, like, just talk. Just say the thing you want to say. It's, I'm sure it's fine. But, you know, we're already talking. Daddy, can I? Yeah, just talk. Stop getting my attention. You've already got my attention. Half the time he's sitting on top of me or rolling about on top of me or on the couch or whatever. I know who he's talking to. <laughs> so anyway, I can hear him doing that. Sarah's downstairs. She's on her iPad. I'm not really sure what she's doing or looking at. But um, 
she's doing a thing as well, having a bit of a relax, because she gets terrible carpal tunnel syndrome in her arm. And uh, she said to me before, I told her I was going to say this in the podcast, but uh, she said, oh, my carpal tunnel's killing. I said, uh, is it? She went, I can't even wipe my ass." <laughs> That's funny, that, isn't it? I can't even wipe my ass. And then I said to her, what do you mean? And she demonstrated for me the action of how she wipes her bum. And I realised, this is a, we've been together for 12 years, I realised she does it different to me. <laughs> and it blew my mind. She reaches down underneath herself from the centre and wipes there. Mind you, she stays sitting and just hovers a bit to wipe. Whereas I fully stand up. Uh, don't worry, I'm aware of the, you know, smashing together of butt cheeks that I'm frequently told will happen. Uh, but as I stand up, I use my left hand to open my left butt cheek and keep it wide open. And then I get the toilet paper and I reach around the side to wipe. But she reaches underneath and then I said to her, why don't you try doing what I do? And then I had to stand up and demonstrate how I wipe my ass. And she was equally horrified. And then she tried to do that, mimed it with her clothes on. And she couldn't do that either. So she's having ass wipe problems. Because <laughs> of carpal tunnel. That's got to that's gotta put you up the list, doesn't it? If you ring the NHS, I need this carpal tunnel uh, operation urgently. Well, what do you mean you need it urgently? It's carpal tunnel. We understand it's painful. And it might be causing you some problems. Maybe you're re restless all night and you have to constantly put your arm in the air for no reason and wave it around, which are all things she does. Maybe you, you know, struggle with day to day. Listen, I can't wipe my ass. All right, you're booked in for Monday, half past nine. <laughs> That's got to be urgent, hasn't it? What do people who can't wipe their ass do? This is what I want to know. Do you have like, I realise this could, you know, approach insensitivity, but there is a logistical issue. If you cannot reach your own ass with your hands, how do you do it? I've always wanted to know that. I always imagined that in that situation, I would get a sort of maybe a towel, a low towel rail that I could scoot along that was wet. There's got to be a way, hasn't there? I don't know what it is. But hey, that's what Google was invented for. But I'm worried if I Google that, it will, you know, it'll mesh with the things I already Google. And it'll think, oh God, he's really taking this to the limits now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so that's that anyway putting all that aside i spoke to my, <laughs> putting ass problems aside i spoke to my friend dave today who won't have listened this far because there's too much there's already been too much profanity but um he told me that he's got lovely child and wife and uh he lives on a farm that he runs himself he's a magician but he's kind of living the farm life and he um has chickens and he told me they were getting two more today and I tried to get him to name them after me and Ollie Day because he's friends with Ollie Day as well I've mentioned before I said why don't you call them Mark and Ollie but he wasn't having it and uh, then he told me that they're going to get an alpaca and I said what are you going to do with an alpaca you live near Grimsby you know I thought alpacas are living hot countries he said no nope, no you can get them here and he told me that his wife got him a gift for his birthday and that was gift was taking an alpaca for a walk <laughs> now if sarah had ever got me that as a gift we would not still be married but he was thrilled which just goes to show you end up with the right person eventually so 
he's got he's taken this alpaca for a walk because he wants to do it so he can learn all about them what surprised me is for him his wife and his daughter to take an alpaca for a walk for an hour was 70 quid so you can basically rent an alpaca for 70 quid but you can't do anything with it you can just walk it because i'm led to believe that every year you shave them and you get quite a lot of money for their fur apparently alpaca fur is very highly prized now whether or not the amount of money you get for selling the fur equates to more than it costs to look after an alpaca for a year i do not know but it is not something that i'll be researching i've already got my research for today <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what people do maybe they scoot down an alpaca <laughs> tell you what doing this podcast naked in the dark does not help me focus on you know good thoughts really i mean this podcast has been ridiculous doesn't help does it naked in the dark um wipe problems walking your alpaca I did a thing today as well. I did a Zoom um, showcase for a big bridal company. I mean, well, apparently I did. It's sort of through the magic of technology. But apparently it went very well. Whether I'll get any gigs in the world of weddings, I don't know. I mean, it's not really the sort of work I'm looking for. But, you know, if someone offers you a chance to showcase in these times, you take it, don't you? I mean, I used to like weddings. I did magic at weddings quite a bit back in the day. And uh, I always enjoyed it. A couple of times, the biggest thrill for me is if you happen to... Sometimes as a magician, you're in a position that nobody else is. You know, when everyone's waiting for the bride and groom to go into the venue to be announced, sometimes you're standing outside. This is after the wedding, you know, at the reception. Sometimes you're standing outside because you don't want to be any sort of distraction at their big entrance. So when you know that's about to happen, you go and bail and you get in the corridor and you take that two minutes to tell them it's going really well and they've spent their money wisely and you were a great choice. Uh, but they might not actually see you do any magic themselves. You never know. Weddings are a bit awkward. But sometimes I've snapped great pictures of wedding couples sort of just reassuring each other uh, against the silhouette of the light of the door before they go in. And then, you know, they get announced and they hold hands and they walk in together and everyone cheers. And a couple of times I've taken pictures on my phone that I've later sent to them. And then they've sent me a message, you know, two months later, that that's the picture they got blown up and put on their wall. Because nobody else could capture that. Because, of course, the official wedding photographer is going to be in the venue to see what they look like as they come in. They want to get their faces going in. But sometimes a picture with faces on can be a bit intimidating, can't it? So you get a picture blown up of you both from behind, holding hands and all your friends. People like that. That's when you really need two cameras or two heads or two bodies. You need two wedding photographers to capture everything. But sometimes I do grab a good shot and I, and I like that. And I enjoy performing for people who are in a good mood, which generally it's very rare that people at a wedding are not in a good mood. Um, I mean, there hasn't been a wedding for a while, has there really? Or at least not a wedding as you'd expect it to be in these times. But hey, who knows? Maybe the showcase I did will signal... The, the turn of a new stone for me and I'll start doing loads of weddings. I think that they're doing wedding events with online entertainment. I don't really know. The company were based in New York, so who knows? Anyway, that's today's podcast because it is now uh, 20 to 7 and I've got a shower and go and get my ass into the studio and do a lecture, which thankfully I love doing. I really do. I love lecturing. And it starts at half seven, which I massively appreciate. And that means that it'll be done by half nine. So I'll get back in the house and get my PJs on. I'll be watching telly and eating those Greek uh, flatbreads by 10 o'clock.
Nothing wrong with that, kids. See you tomorrow.